Ayup me duck, which is the traditional Derby greeting to whoever we meet, whenever we meet them. And no, I don't actually know what Ayup me duck means, but who cares? Because what matters is that you're here and I'm here for the Art of Brilliance podcast series five, which is just a little bit different. So in this series, there are no guests. It's just you and I making a weekly commitment to 10 minutes or less. That's 10 minutes maximum per week every week for 52 weeks that you and I are committing to a personal relationship based on happiness and well-being. So time is short, let's crack on. So it's also being real, we have these debates like, because we are, we started out delivering stuff that was based entirely on my PhD into human flourishing, employee engagement and happiness, happiness basically. And gradually over the years, we obviously I, I deliver that because that's my research, but there's a team of oh, there's 25 of us now. We, 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 we've grown a little bit away from that. That's still the DNA of what we do, but should we deliver research that isn't proven or that's been battered around by academics? Because what academics do is, is um, I describe it like the whack-a-mole principle. So as an academic, what you do is you have to, you, when you get a PhD, you, you essentially have to move the body of knowledge forward in some way. All right. So, so you, you set out to prove or disprove something. You write up your 130,000 word thesis and you put it out there. And then what all the other academics is, they swarm all over it and tell you how bad it is. It's like whack-a-mole. So you put your head above the parapet, this is my research, it's fantastic, boom. Somebody will come down and say, well, we can disprove that, it's not good enough. But then, of course, what they do is they take your research and they improve it and they write their thing and then <laughs> they pop their head up, boom, whack them as well. That's how academia inches forward over, over, over the years. So it is with some trepidation that I bring you something that's called, if you Google it, it's called the Lasada ratio or the Lasada line. If you Google it, you'll find it's one of those things that academics have argued about. It's been proven and disproven and proven and disproven and it's been batted around a few times. But I I like it. I th- it's simple. It works. It helps build positive relationships and I think it's worth sharing. So here goes. Um, so the Lasada line, it's a very precise number, 2.9013 is, is the ratio, which is essentially is a ratio of 3 to 1. And the point about Lasada is the re- for relationships to survive, you should be three times more positive than you are negative. All right. So now it's not three to none, it's three to one. So so you 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 can be negative, you can be grumbly, you can be critical if you want. But every time you utter something negative or critical, what what the Lasada ratio says is you balance that up with three positives. Right. So three bits of praise, three bits of encouragement, three bits of good news, three thank yous, three catching somebody doing something well and telling them. So three to one is the minimum that you should be aiming for. If your relationships at home, by the way, dip below three to one, like if they're three to one the other way, then there's um, there's other research, um, academic papers that will say that that's, um, that's doomed. I'm sorry about that. Now, so three to one is the, is the minimum. To create a really strong buzzing relationship at work and at home is you should be, um, if you listen to high performance teams in the workplace, for example, their positive to negative ratio is in fact around six to one. 
So, again, it's not 6 to 0. You can be critical, you can be negative. But if I was a fly on the wall in your... Let's give it a work spin. If I was a fly on the wall in your team, and I could hear 6 bits of praise, 6 bits of encouragement, 6 bits of good news, 6 thank yous, 6 catching your work colleagues doing things well and telling them, 6 nice comments about people behind their back, for every negative, then um, I'm not asking you to be stupid about it and praising people for nothing. But the 6 to 1... Um, it's about catching people doing little things really well, noticing, letting them know you've noticed. Um, and that is the ingredient of a buzzing team, a team with energy and passion and positivity. You'd be in the right ballpark if I could hear six to one. Um, now, there's Carol Dweck's research and there's other stuff that, that would say that at home it should be more like eight to one. So, again, that's that's really difficult to get right because your kids, they, they don't want... <laughs> praise for nothing it's quite advanced parenting i think the eight to one is a really big deal let me give you an example if if your child is doing their homework at the kitchen table without you nagging them 10 times to do it they're just spontaneously doing their homework then all i want you to do as a parent all you want to do is notice just walk past and just like oh my gosh you're doing your homework i've not even asked you to you've made my day thank you very much indeed and then then back off don't kill it don't kill it that's one of your eight and it seriously folks and this, i get quite emotional with this if i was in your house and i could hear Eight bits of love, eight bits of praise, eight bits of encouragement, eight catching your, your, your family doing little things really well. For every negative, then I'm be fairly sure your family is flourishing. And the heartbreak of the one that gets me really is that I know that some kids are locked down with families that are eight to one the other way. Um, so all they ever hear is criticism and loud voices and shouty stuff and how rubbish they are. And that <sighs> breaks my heart because I can't do much about it. And neither can you. Right. All we can do is listen back to ourselves and get our ratio right. So six to one at work, eight to one at home. And with that, I kind of leave you with a, a round off my, my uh, the, well, the, I don't know what episode this is. I'm going to retell a familiar story. I like, I like stories. So you're sitting comfortably. Here we go. You might recognize it. So Baby Bear goes downstairs, sits in the small chair at the table, looks into his small bowl and it's empty. Who's been eating my porridge? He squeaks. Daddy Bear arrives at the big tables and sits in his big chair. He looks into his big bowl and it's also empty. Who's been eating my porridge? He roars. And Mummy Bear pokes her head through the serving hatch from the kitchen and yells, For goodness sake, how many times have I have to go through this with you idiot bears? It was Mummy Bear who got up first. It was Mummy Bear who woke everyone in the house. It was Mummy Bear who made the coffee. It was Mummy Bear who unloaded the dishwasher from last night and put everything away. It was Mummy Bear who swept the floor in the kitchen. It was Mummy Bear who set the table. Now, obviously, Baby Bear's bottom lips trembling, but she continued. It was Mummy Bear who walked the dog, cleaned the cat's litter tray, gave them their food, refilled their water, and now that you've decided to drag your self, <laughs> sorry, your bear, your bear backside downstairs and grace Mummy Bear with your grumpy presence, listen carefully because I'm only going to say this once. I haven't made the porridge yet. Look. I like that story, right? It makes me smile. I especially like it because it makes a really important point that even brilliant people are allowed to sometimes get a bit angry with the unfairness of life. So relationships aren't easy. I'm not suggesting you've got to be all nicey-nicey and I'm not suggesting being a 2 percenter, being that best version of you. It's not about being walked all over. It's not about sticking a stupid grin on your face and pretending to be happy when you're seriously hacked off. Sometimes it's perfectly okay to be angry and upset, just not all the time. All right. So in terms of six to one eight to one the kindness ratio the positivity do you know what i think 
until next time it's about investing in real relationships being being interested in other people saying nice things about people behind their back being six times more positive than negative at work eight times more positive at home and if the message has really sunk in you might even make mummy bear's porridge and do the washing up afterwards thank you thanks for listening to the art of brilliance podcast if you've enjoyed it, please subscribe and tell the world. A nice review would make our day. That's the very best way of getting like-minded people to tune into our very simple messages about happiness and human flourishing. If you've hated it, please keep quiet. <laughs> Remember the world has enough negativity already. So be a lover, not a hater. Feel free to check out our training and the little shop of happiness at artofbrilliance.co.uk. 